Welcome to the Morning Inspiration Podcast with Pastor Walt. At Chosen City Church, we are chosen to overcome, to build, and to be like Jesus. We pray that this podcast will empower you to do the same on today. Let's jump in and pray and then let's uh, see what God has to say to us on today. Lord, you've been good to us. We are so grateful, God, uh, just to be able to call on you. We're so grateful, God, just to have an opportunity to be in your presence, knowing full well, God, that we don't deserve it. But nevertheless, here we are. God, we thank you uh, for Jesus. We thank you for sending your son. God, we thank you uh, for a relationship with you. God, we thank you for your presence this morning. God, we just pray uh, that you will fill us up, Father God, on the day until we overflow. Fill us up, Father God, until uh, we get better. Fill us up, Father God, until we have some peace. Fill us up, Father God, until some people are restored. And Lord, when it's all said and done, God, we'll be careful, God, to give your name all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray together. Amen. Amen. All right. So today's uh, uh, devotional uh, is simply uh, uh, coming out of Luke, uh, the, the 22nd chapter, Luke, the 22nd chapter, uh, verse 31 and 32, Luke 22, verse 31 and 32. Always ask that if somebody could drop that in in whatever platform you may be on so that when somebody comes later, they can see it. Luke 22, verse 31 to 32. And it reads as follows. Simon, Simon, uh, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. But I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. And I would just like to use as a topic for this morning's devotional, nobody left behind. I think it's worth reading the scripture one more time. It's a short one. Simon, 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 Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat, but I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. So when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers nobody left behind. Nemo residio is that Latin phrase that I just made reference to. Nemo residio is, they say, is a phrase that is probably as old as uh, warfare itself. And it literally means uh, no man or no person uh, left behind. It's a it's a phrase that is, uh, is familiar uh, in warfare, uh, which reminds us that um, even in the midst of battle, uh, even in the midst of struggle, uh, no matter what, we don't leave anyone behind. This phrase was really uh, made uh, famous by a uh, uh, retired general, but at the time he was Lieutenant Colonel Hal Moore. You may be familiar with him. Uh, there was a movie called We Were Soldiers. Let me um, tell you a little bit about a quote that he uh, had um, when he was about to um, take some soldiers into Vietnam. He was taking these individuals into Vietnam and he had an assignment uh, to take an air cavalry unit um, using helicopters in, in warfare in a way they had never been used before. And he knew uh, that there would be significant casualties. He knew there would be significant injuries, but he had this call and this command to go into this battle. And so as all these young soldiers are about to leave their wives and leave their children and things of that nature, before they uh, got ready to deploy, he says something uh, to them, and I hope it will um, have an impact on your life. He says this, he says, he says, I can't promise you that I will bring you all home alive, but this I swear before you and before almighty God, that when we go into battle, 
I will be the first to set foot on the field and I will be the last to step off and I will leave no one behind. Dead or alive, we will all come home together. So help me, God. Uh, I, I raise that to you because that is somewhat uh, a reminder or a great introduction uh, to a conversation uh, that Jesus is having uh, with Simon Peter uh, about the battle uh, that that he and the disciples are facing. Um, uh, the ministry of Christ is, is has reached the climax, if you will. Um, there, he's about to enter into a battle uh, where there would be um, loss of life. He's about to enter into a a, a place where he understands that uh, he will soon be uh, arrested and, and prosecuted and and sentenced uh, to death. He he's about to enter a place where he's about to lay down his life. But before he goes into this climatic moment um, and fulfills his purpose, he has a conversation with Peter and uh the disciples he, he understands that they're about to go through some stuff because he understands that when he leaves uh he understands that the attack is going to be greater uh, uh, uh against them and it's that certain reminder that sometimes god knows that the attack that you're about to go through is going to be great the the attack that you have to go through to get to what has been uh promised the attack that you have to go through in order to accomplish his will for your life god knows that sometimes uh that is going to it's going to shake you in a special way and so he gives him uh kind of like a general speaking to a young soldier he, he he gives him uh this 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 text uh that i that i, I gave you he says to him simon simon uh satan has asked to sift you uh like wheat but i have pled in prayer for you simon that your faith should not fail so when you have repented and turned to me again go back and get your brothers or uh, new living translations go and strengthen your brothers and so because jesus understands uh what uh peter is about to go into he has he breaks it down to him first he tells him that satan we understand the word satan literally means his adversary he's saying listen uh for the assignment uh that's on your life peter and the disciples their adversary is going to come after you um like never before the accuser is what the word satan uh refers to that he is an accuser of the saints he he, he tries to remind the father of our perfectness he tries to remind the father of our unworthiness and he says that satan the accuser has a he's coming after you right now does anybody know what it feels like for the accuser uh to be on your trail just because you're doing uh what god has uh, called you to do he says this listen the accuser is coming after you and he says not only is he coming after you peter he desires to do something to you and your brothers what is that peter i'm sure peter's asking trying to figure out jesus what are you talking about the accuser is coming after me. He desires to sift you, y'all. He says, listen, I want to tell you what that means. He says that the accuser desires to sift you. Now, what does that mean? When we talk about sifting, uh, they would have understood that as a farming process. It was after wheat had been harvested, you know, until uh, you take the grain crop. And one of the steps was uh, to sift it. It was literally to shake it, if you will, uh, to separate the, the edible part from the, the inedible part. Or the Bibles, we say the wheat from the, the tear. You separated separated the good stuff from the bad stuff but in order to do so there had to be some shaking in so uh you could separate what was good what was bad and uh jesus was telling 
Peter, that the enemy is, is trying to shake you right now. He's going to shake your faith, Peter. In a few minutes, Peter, you're going to deny me. In a few minutes, when they when they take me and arrest me and, and, and hang me on the cross, you're going to deny ever being in relationship with me. Let me ask y'all a question right now. Can, is there been a time in your life where the accuser has shaken you so much uh, that it impacted your faith? Um, is, is there is there ever been a time in your life where the accuser has, uh, has shaken you uh, uh, so much that uh, perhaps you denied who you really are, where you know that you are a child of the most high God, but you weren't acting like it. You know that you are a person of great faith, but you weren't acting like it. You know that you are blessed and have highly favored, but you weren't acting like it. You know that you are an overcomer, but you're not acting about, weren't acting like it. Has there ever been a time in your life uh, where, the, where the enemy has been shifting you, uh, trying to sift you? Talk to me this morning. If you have ever been through some sifting, can I ask you this? Uh, is there anybody right now, because this is a place of healing, is there anybody right now that feels like they're being sifted by their situation, meaning that you feel like right now what you're going through is the enemy's attempt um, to sift you, His enemy, the enemy's attempt to shake you away from what you know is true, the enemy's att attempt to shake you away from what God has already spoken um, over your life. The enemy has a desire to sift you and separate you. That's why sometimes you go through what you go through because sometimes it's the father testing you, but other times it's our accuser trying to sift us. And he says, Peter, uh, the enemy has a desire to sift you and he has a desire to shake you. He has a desire to break you and separate you from everything uh, that I have promised for you, everything uh, that was said on you. Peter, I said you were the rock, uh, but, the, but the enemy's desire is to separate you from the fact that you are the rock. And upon the faith that you have, Peter, I'm going to build my church. No, but the enemy has a desire to sift you, but I want to talk to you and ask you a question. What is sifting you right now? Is there anything going on that is sifting you? Is there anger uh, going on? Is there is there is there struggle uh, going on? What is it in this place of healing that is trying to sift you uh, from everything um, uh, that God has uh, declared over your life? But whatever it is, this is what I love about it. If you're going through something that's trying to sift you, trying to shake you, uh, this is what this is what he says. He says this. He says, but it's always the excitement when there's a but in the text. He says, but he said, I have pleaded in prayer for you, Simon, that your faith should not fail. He says, so when you have repented and turned to me again, go back and strengthen your brothers. What does that mean? Jesus is saying, reminding us that I know, Peter, um, that you're going to deny me. I know, Peter, that you're going to get away from your call, he says, but I have pleaded for you in prayer. It's that reminder that even today that Jesus is our intercessor. It means that he is still pleading for us in prayer. Hebrews 7 verse 25 reminds us he is able to save us forever, those who draw near to God through him, since he always lives to make intercession uh, for us. That means that he's sitting there there. And when we say what we shouldn't say, he intercedes on our behalf and say, God, I've been through what they've been through. I know what their human experience is like. They just need a little bit more grace. I've been through what they've been through. I know what their human experience is like. They just need a little bit more mercy. Is there anybody out there that don't mind typing in?
did. Thank you, God, uh, for the grace because I was going through the sifting. I didn't mean to let go of your unchanging hand, but he was trying to sift me. And Christ, our Father, our, 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 our Savior, he understands. And because he understands, because he's been where we've been, he's walked through where we walked, he's been through the temptations that we've been through, he's been through the strongholds that we've been through, he's able to intercede on our behalf. And because I'm so glad that he is still interceding on our behalf, he says, Peter, he says, I have pleaded for you in prayer. I'm interceding for you. And I want to remind you that God is still in the, the our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is interceding uh, for you. That's why the Bible reminds us there is no condemnation uh, in Christ Jesus. His heart's desire is not to see you lose at all. His heart desire is for you to be everything that he has called for you to be, even when you've gone through the sifting. There's some uh, that this COVID has been a sifting for you. There's others that the relationship status has been a sifting for you. There's people that talk about their health and what they've experienced and how it has sifted them. But I want to remind you that Jesus is interceding on your behalf. And it doesn't make you feel good this morning to know that he understands what you're going through. Peter, I know that I need you in this moment when they're going to be hanging me. But Peter, you're going to deny me. But I'm going to tell you something, Peter. I pray for you that your faith should not fail. I said, wait a minute, God. I thought his faith did fail. I fall. I thought he did let go because he denied you uh, three times. He said, no, his faith didn't fall. You see, his faith didn't fall because even though he lost that battle, he didn't lose the war. And I want to talk to somebody right now. You've lost a few battles, but your faith has not failed because in the name of Jesus, you will not lose the war. In the name of Jesus, I know you had a bad yesterday. I know you had a bad last season, but in the name of Jesus, you shall not lose the war. Uh, this victory belongs to you in his name. And that's why Christ says prophetically uh, uh, to Peter, he says, I, he says this to him, Peter, he says, um, in verse, and finally in verse uh, 33, he, he says to him, uh, I'm sorry, still in verse 32, he says this, this is the, this is, this is the, this is Jesus speaking prophetically. So when you have repented and turned to me again, go back and get your brother's so when you have repented and turned to me again, strengthen your brothers. Peter hadn't even fallen yet. Peter hadn't even uh, denied Jesus yet. But Jesus said, I know that you're going to be shaken by the situation. There's some people right now that God is saying, maybe there's a situation coming your way or something that you're going through. I know your response is going what it's going to be. I know how you're currently responding, but he wants you to know that that's not how the story is going to end. He's speaking prophetically and saying that you're going to come out of this, that you're going to return to him, that everything is going to be all right. He says, so when you have repented, Peter, <laughs> and turn back to me, go back and strengthen your brothers. And really, that's what I really want to leave you with as it relates to nobody left behind, because we understand that what happened with Peter, Peter ultimately did deny Christ. And we, we know that he went into a downward spiral. Emotionally, he went in a downward spiral. Spiritually, uh, some could say that he was depressed. Uh, his feelings were were all over the place because he had denied uh, Jesus um, when, when knowing full well who Jesus was. But but Jesus, uh, in, in, when he uh, did what he came to do, 
uh, was was to die and to defeat the grave. And he rose uh, again when he was spending time on earth before he would ultimately send ascend back to heaven. He found Peter, y'all. He found Peter at the same place that he originally found him at the at the out there fishing, doing what he was uh, called to do. And and there was a great restoration between Jesus and Peter. And 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 Peter was restored. And he asked Peter, if you love me, you know, you know, feed my sheep. Peter, if you love me, feed my lamb. Peter, if you let me in a no, in a nutshell, don't leave anybody behind. And listen, that's really what I want to spend the last few minutes talking about. All of this was just a setup for what I really want to say. Here's what I really want to tell y'all uh, in light of everything that we have seen uh, in our world as it relates to um, suicide and uh, of some beautiful, wonderful people in light of everything that we have seen in our world as it relates to what's going on with uh, in, in, in this world. I want you to know the reason um, that God has restored you, the reason that God has kept you, the reason that God has empowered you is number one, he loves you. But number two is the fact that now that he has restored you, guess what you got to do? You got to go back and get your sister. Now that he's restored you, you got to go back and get your brother. We got to be like Peter and spend our lives making sure that we, that nobody is left behind. Um, as sad and as heartbreaking as the tragedy of um, uh, Miss America 2019 was, I was once a first responder and I could tell you that this happens every day. Um, the only thing that is a blessing of out of these heartbreaking situations is that it brings it to the front of our mind and let us know that this is happening. But it happens every day to the point that it does not even make the news. There are so many, your strong friend, <laughs> your weak friend, Check on all your friends, uh, because in this season, nobody can be left behind. Can I ask you a question? Is there somebody you know right now that you're concerned about their their their, their mental health? If you there's somebody right now you're concerned about their physical health, is there somebody right now that you're concerned about their soul? God is saying in this season, let's leave no one behind. I I I think that God. Not I think. Let me take that out. God is empowering you through his spirit to be able to minister to somebody that is on the fence. They may not ever step foot in church. Uh, they may not ever step foot in a Bible study, but they will hear your voice. And if there's somebody on this line right now, because I believe there is, maybe you're that person who feels like you've been left behind. Well, Pastor Walt wants you to know how much I personally love you, how much I care about you, and we're going to work through this thing together in the name of Jesus, because with everybody's going with everything that's going on in this world, we can't leave anyone behind. Nemo Residio uh, has to be our battle cry. As a matter of fact, you're going to be seeing it on one of my T-shirts soon that we get. Yes, it says no man, but really it's uh, it's gender neutral. We are going to leave no person behind because we are all uh, on this battlefield. We're all going through something and we can't leave our sisters and brothers behind that are struggling. So I want to ask you today and I want to close out like this. Uh, who are some individuals right, right now uh, that you know um, that you're concerned about. And I'm praying this also that God will reveal to you and show you in the spirit some people right now who are hurting, right? That strong friend, that weak friend, that, that family member you ain't talked to in a while. We can't leave nobody behind, y'all. And I think God will give us, now let me take, I keep got to take the word, thank out. God will give us everything that we need. He will give us the words to say, 
There's somebody you need to talk to today because they've been left behind. See, the enemy's been trying to sift them this whole time. And in some ways, the enemy has sifted them. The enemy got them away from the word of God. The enemy got them away from what is true. The enemy has gotten them away from their, what, what, their, their, their place of comfort. The enemy has gotten to a place of isolation. And the most dangerous place, woman of God, the most dangerous place, man of God, to be is a place of isolation. I want to talk to anybody that may be in isolation right now. And God is saying that you got, you got to come back. You got to get back connected because you can't do this life alone. It was not designed to be that way. It was the enemy's design to keep you separated, to keep you isolated. But God is saying, as we go forward, nobody is left behind. So it's a special prayer recall right now. And, and you can participate right now in the last few minutes that are hours in a special way. Uh, certainly, if there are some individuals that you know um, that God has placed on your heart, on your heart, you can just put their initials in. Nobody won't know who you're talking about. Uh, but I want to make sure we pray over any every individual that we make sure we don't leave behind. I'm going to leave some categories out there. We can't leave our students behind, y'all. Uh, I want to leave some categories out there. We can't believe people. We can't leave people who have a different faith uh, than we have, uh, y'all. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to leave. I want to leave some categories out there. We. Uh, we can't be. We can't leave uh, people of different backgrounds out there. Nobody uh, can. We can't leave people that we don't like out there. Nobody can be left behind because I don't want to get up in the morning and see uh, the news story uh, that something happened to somebody and we're all surprised. But at the end of the day, the reason that it happened to that individual is because somebody left that individual behind, y'all. And I don't want nobody to be uh, left behind. I ain't leaving nobody behind in the name of Jesus going into 2022. So here's my prayer as we prepare to pray, I want to make sure that God uh, gives you power and God gives you, anoints you afresh so that you won't leave anybody behind. There's a family member that's going to hear you now uh, because the spirit is already going ahead of you. There's a co-worker that's going to hear you now because the spirit is already going ahead of you. Just like the spirit, the spirit went ahead of Peter and Peter was so anointed y'all that, uh, they, that, that it was disgusting and believed, uh, or they thought that, uh, that there was healing even in his shadow because the spirit of God had gone before Peter and Peter was able to do it, it, uh, all kind of miracle signs and wonders. And I want to remind y'all, do y'all, did y'all think that the miracle signs and wonders was just for the apostles? Or do you believe that God has given you some ability to do some miracle signs and wonders in his name? I believe that God has given us some ability to do some miracle signs and wonders uh, in his name. All Peter did was call on his name. He called on the name of Jesus when he was talking to the individual outside of the gate that was struggling. He said, uh, silver and gold have I none. I, I know that you're struggling. I know everybody's left you behind. I know that you're struggling and nobody will take you inside uh, the gate to get what you need. Silver and gold have I none. I ain't got uh, no, no money for you, uh, but I won't leave you behind. And I'm sure the individual will land there when he encounters Peter, right? Because Peter has made it his life's mission to go tell everybody that nobody's going to be left behind. And he's encountered this individual outside the gate and the guy, and the guy is begging and he needs some stuff. And Peter just says, silver and gold have I none. But such as I have, my God, what do you got, Peter? I got Jesus. I got some Holy Ghost. I can give you all of that. And that's going to be all that you need. And then some. And we know what happened next. Uh, uh, he gives the man a, a command to rise and walk. And guess what? He was able to do so. And I want to tell you today that there's somebody right now. You may not have money to give them, but you got some Holy Ghost to give them. You may not have fame to give them, but you got the power of Christ that gets you up every day to give them. Silver and gold have I none, but I'm not going 
going to leave you behind, my sister. I'm not going to leave you behind, my brother, in the name of Jesus. Let's pray right now because we're not going to leave anybody behind. The first part of the prayer is simply for God to equip you and empower you and to reveal some stuff to you. But then the next part of the prayer is to heal our sisters and brothers so we need, we leave nobody behind in, uh, in, in the name of Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you today for that reminder, God, that we cannot leave anybody behind. It's too much going on out here in this world. It's too many things that are happening uh, before us, God. And right now you call your saints. You call these individuals who joined us on today uh, to, to reflect on the fact that nobody can be left behind. God, on our own, we don't have the power, God, to, to impact somebody's situation. But in the name of Jesus, God, we know that we can do exceedingly and abundantly for everybody you've called us to serve. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you empower my sisters. I pray that you empower my brothers. I pray, Father God, you give them the words. I pray that you give them an anointing, God. God, you work through the apostles, yes, but you're also working through us. And I know this, God, because in your word, you told us that we are the salt in the word you told us that we are the light so god i'm praying that you anoint my sisters and brothers afresh father god so they can do uh, uh move with a uh, holy spirit uh power god that they can move uh with 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 power like they never uh had before that they can speak um, to somebody's situation and it gets better that they can speak to somebody's uh situation and they understand that they've heard from you god anoint them afresh right now in the name of jesus because we need some strongly anointed individuals in walmart god we need strong anointed individuals in the bank we need strong anointed individuals in the streets god we need strong anointed individuals on social media anoint them wherever their space may be anoint them god give them new power god because the enemy has been trying to sift them as well god so i pray that you give them new power right now in the name of jesus so that they can do what you've called them to do so that they can help their family because there's an individual in the family right now that's being sifted god there's an individual in the family that's let go but give them the words god give them the power god we have a heart for your people right now god and all we're asking for you father god is to give us the power god give us the wisdom give us understanding god discern give us discernment god so we'll know who to minister to give us discernment god so we will never get ahead of you and speak out of turn give us discernment god so we'll know where to be so we can be on assignment for your name and god we pray for the individuals today god that we won't leave behind god we pray over them their initials are in the comments their, their names are on our hearts god show us god how to not leave them behind it's too many people that feel like they're alone out here god and i pray for any individual that may be on this line that feels alone let them know god they're surrounded by a cloud of witnesses and we're not leaving anybody behind god let them know that if they need help god all they got to do is reach out in the name of jesus god we pray over the names in these comments god that they won't be left behind we pray over the names in these comments god that they will be restored that they will be renewed that they will be refreshed that they will come back to you god in the name of jesus that they've never known you before in their whole life god we pray god that they will get to know you and call on you as lord and savior god we believe in the name of jesus we believe god that that you're going to move and i thank you in advance god for moving in their lives i thank you in advance god for bringing back some of our children i thank you in advance father god for for bringing back some of our relatives i thank you in advance god for saving a co-worker today somebody will be saved today in the name of jesus because we're leaving nobody behind god we pray god for our counselors in this season god because they have a great work anoint our counselors afresh god father god we pray for the individuals seeking uh mental health uh, assistance 
that you will align them with the right counselors, God, and anoint those counselors. Use them uh, for your glory. God, we love you on the day. We praise you on the day. God, we give your name all of the glory. We give your name all of the honor. It's in the powerful name of Jesus we pray. And the people of God say it together, amen, amen, and amen. Thank you for tuning in to the Morning Inspiration with Pastor Wald podcast. This and other podcasts, as well as our live Sunday morning service, can be found on all of our streaming platforms and are also available on the new Chosen City Church app, which is available on both the Apple Store and Google Play. We would love to see you in person on Sunday morning at either our 8 a.m. or 1015 services. We are located at 13925 Irwin Road in Charlotte, North Carolina. We hope to see you soon and have a blessed day.